media mode. He covers your story. Your story will be built from the ground up. Welcome back to an all new episode of the Jason Lee Show. Now, you know I know everybody in the industry. I know the best boxers, I know the best artists, but let me tell you something, there's only one person who has ruled reality television for almost 20 years. And this is somebody that's not just a celebrity I know. This is actually one of my closest friends I've known for a long time. Please welcome to the show, which is an honor, the queen of TV, Tiffany New York Pollard. introduction was everything. <laughs> Secondly, I cannot ask, leave here, well, I'm not leaving yet, but what the hell is that? I love that fucking golden dick. Oh, yeah. That is actually the Mandingo Hall of Fame award. So whenever <laughs> we have um, talent on like Blueface or Nick Cannon, whose penises have, um, you know, made its way onto the internet, we actually give them the award. Wow, that, that's a sizable award. Yeah, yeah, well, not everybody gets one. Okay. You know, but we, we, you know, we don't have a Grammy or a Tony, you know, or Emmy. So we don't. We have who the, needs those awards? They don't come out of the middle center part. Well, Nothing shoots out of the they Tony. Don't, they don't come at all, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend, y'all. Let me tell you, when I first moved to Los Angeles, um, Tiffany. Uh, well, first of all, I've always been a fan, and you know that. But Tiffany was somebody who embraced me when I was 300 pounds and starting this industry. I was trying to figure out how to do this. I had a website called lowkeymessy.com. Do you remember that? I do. What was I doing? A little bit of everything. Trying to figure it out. But you were authentically yourself. Yeah. And I remember meeting you, I think it was Lisa Ray's yep. birthday party. Yep. And you came over, you were yourself and all your beauty and all your let me figure out what this Hollywood <laughs> machine is. And the one thing I remember is the twinkle in your eye because you were just yourself. Yeah. Whatever that was, it was just you and I gravitated towards yeah. you and I knew you would do amazing things. But this is the thing, I got the privilege early on, so I'm a fan of New York, the TV person I am, but then I had the privilege of getting to know you as a person. And the thing that is so crazy that people that don't get to meet you don't know is the separation is completely night and day. <laughs> You know, and so that's when I when I started seeing you as a person, you know, and you being, you know, always texting me positive thoughts, always catching the moments to make sure that you I know you're watching and making sure I'm good. Like in this industry, a lot of people don't check on you, the person. Yeah. Is, is that just who you've always been your whole life? Well, it's not really easy to do in the industry, Jason. As you know, people think they have you pegged. They see you coming. But there's just a handful of people that I could be authentically myself with because you make me feel appreciated. Mm -hmm. You know, if I text you, you can be <laughs> on Mars. I'm going to get a hit back from my friend Jason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just feel like we just have this level of communication and it never ceases. And I'm sorry if I haven't been, you know, much of a at-hand friend because sometimes I get a little caught up or sometimes I'm still dealing with a little bit of depression from losing my dog. So I kind of like pull myself to the side and I'm not always there. So if, if I've ever made you feel like I haven't been there for you wholeheartedly, I apologize. I'm just working through some right now. Yeah, no, you've never been that person. And that's what I was literally before you said that I was thinking. You know, I used to believe like you got to see your friends all the time. You got to hang out all the time. Oh, when we stop hanging out, we ain't friends. Yeah. You know, when you get older and you get busy and you realize like the friendship is really about the respect and admiration and love you have for a person. It's not about how many times you can count you saw them. So I really feel like even though we haven't had the opportunity to really hang out like we used to, um, you, we keep in touch. Yeah. 
And, and it's always a positive message. Well, thank you, Jason, because right now you're playing therapist. Because <laughs> when I did lose Lullaby, I found myself pulling away mm. because that's like a struggle I'm still having. So I found this really beautiful Heidi Doss locket, which is encrusted in diamonds. And I actually took some of Lullaby's fur mm. and I put it inside the locket. So now when I go on sets and I do things like that, I'll have her with me all the time because I'm still dealing with it because she was my daughter for 13 years. 13. Yeah. So I have two dogs that I've had for two years and I was gone recently for four days and I came home mm -hmm. feeling like I have to see them. Yeah. So that's starting to grow in me. Does it get really heavy as you get as, as they spend more time in your life? Jason, I love you. And yeah. I have to be honest, you haven't not a clue how deep <laughs> that love is going to grow and really? grow and grow. Yeah, that's your child. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> well, especially because in this industry, when you're getting judged online or people are hating on you or you have all the stress of hitting a goal, you don't have that with your dogs. Like, I can hey. get into an argument with somebody I'm dating or talking to, uh -huh. and I'm like, yo, you just severely judged me for this or said this or said that, and my dog will be like, F them. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's a he or she. I have both. I'm Gucci, Gucci and Chanel. Oh, and they follow you everywhere. Everywhere. And you will know. lay at my feet. Mm -hmm. They're both very different, both different personalities. But when I got them, when I got the first one, I just looked at her and I said, okay, I can't entertain you. So okay. I got to find something for you to play with. So I got the other one. And now they're just, you know, they're, they cannot be separated. Do you watch all your big feet friends to make sure they don't step on Gucci and Chanel? Um, no, because Gucci and Chanel are extremely bougie. They, do, <laughs> they ain't letting, they, they look at you when you come in the house like, who, who invited you? You bet not. You bet not. on me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no. Okay, so uh, we've been friends for a long time. Everybody that knows I recently uh, launched my nonprofit, the Hollywood Cares Foundation and the I Am Ready Initiative. Well, I Am Ready Initiative that you all are just getting to learn now is something that I tried to do over 10 years ago. And I had a conference in my hometown of Stockton. And, and you may not know this, but Tiffany was one of the few people that flew there to meet with all the kids. And it was the most controversial thing. Do you remember that? I do remember. And all I remember you saying is, Tiff, be on your best behavior, because they're a little bit nervous having you here. No, it wasn't just Tiff, it was Lunell too. Yes, it they was were like, you know, They were like, oh my God, he's bringing all these reality stars. But the thing that I yeah. kept saying to people was, the kids in the community may not know their local pastor, but they know New York. Mm -hmm. And you have to use the people to draw them in to be able to land the message. Yeah. And you had all those kids there that were happy to come and see New York. And you were Tiffany. Yeah. But me and you and Lunell, we were kicking behind the scenes because it could have oh, we went were. left at any moment. I mean, we were. We were up late at night having our little talk sessions <laughs> by the pool. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. But the day of, I just remember being there and delivering myself and the kids just gravitating and embracing us. You know, you brought your friends. I mean, even Eva Pigford yeah, was there yeah. with her man at the time. <laughs> Kevin McCall. It was just a fun bunch, you know, from all walks of life. And it just, I'll never forget that day yeah. and the looks on the children's face. Yeah, but I just want to say thank you because now that I'm back and I'm in the thick of it all and I'm talking to these kids and pointing to them, you know, I see the need now even more than I saw it then. And I will never forget that when I called you to do it, you were like, yeah, let's do it. And you've always <laughs> been that friend. That's what I really want people to know. Thank You're you. a real true writer. It's never been about the industry with us. It's always been about, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just respect. Now, she took a damn long time to get here to the Jason Lee show. Now, I ain't uh -oh. going to tell you. <laughs> uh -oh. I ain't going to switch up on her now, but damn it. it thank, I don't know how many years we've been here. But <laughs> well, first of all, Jason, 
Thank you for not giving up on me. <laughs> Never. Thank you for knowing that I'm the turtle friend. Yeah. You know, uh, slow motion is better than no motion, yeah. as they say. So <laughs> I'm so glad to be here finally. Yes. yes. What do you think of our set? First of all, I love <laughs> your set because it says you, it's bougie, it's swank. I feel like you could sit anybody in here and do whatever you want to them. Yeah. Like seriously, yeah. I'm at your beck and call. <laughs> and you've created that, not only the set, but your energy as well. Yeah. Like you're just a natural at what you do. Well, a friend of ours, you know, uh, I had a dinner for Wendy Williams. You came to that. Oh my gosh. She was so happy to see you and loves you. You invite me to the best. Like, let me just say that, like half the, like the big names in Hollywood, <laughs> I wouldn't even know if I didn't know you. You Tiffany, know everybody. Stop acting like you're not a big name in Hollywood. Stop playing with me, okay? <laughs> We're not going to even go there. But no, the reason why I designed the set this way was yeah. because after they did Wendy like that, I wanted it to be a little funky like Wendy. So it yeah. was really to pay homage to her. You and Wendy, I think, are two of the people who have the most iconic gifts and memes. You know that. Yes, I believe that too. And you know what? We love you, Wendy Williams. Yeah. You are a legend. You are an icon. And she's opened up so many doors for women of color, just women in general, mm. having a voice, saying how you feel. And did Tokyo not give me the right look when <laughs> we're talking did. about Wendy right she now? Because Wendy has great hair too. Um, and I just, I, I love that you're a friend regardless of what your friends are going yeah. through. You're just always going to be there tooth and nail for a yeah. friend. Yeah, when when Wendy came into her party, because Wendy had got the star in Hollywood and I threw a party oh, yeah. for her. When she walked in, T uh, Tiffany was one of the first people there. And when she looked over, she goes, is that New York? I go, yeah, she goes, <laughs> love her. And I said, yeah, but it, you know, you both are iconic. You, you know you're iconic. Well, you know what it is? I'm not going to lie to you, Jason, because you're my friend. When you wake up with yourself for 42 years, you're just yourself. Mm. So sometimes that doesn't compute unless someone else is kind of like in your presence and they have to remind you. Because I'm just Tiffany Pollard that loves a good baked bean and a hot dog every once in a while. Yeah. But a girl, know how, a girl knows how to shop. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But... I'm just myself yeah. doing me, but I love the accolades, yeah. you know, because that's the way I know that I'm leaving some legacy. And a lot of people tell me, hey, if it wasn't for you, I couldn't do X, Y, and Z, or you helped me find my voice. And to hear younger people in particular tell me that means the world to me. Do you feel, okay, so you've been in reality TV now for 18 years. You, I mean, 18 years is a long time. It's a long ass time. Do you time. feel like you've been given the credit and the respect mm -hmm. and the acknowledgement of your contribution to reality TV? Because I don't think there's ever, like you changed it, mm -hmm. you shaped it. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you get the credit? I feel like I do get the credit, but I feel like at the time of the height of my success, a lot of opportunities just weren't readily available. As far as the way social media is shaped today, as far as having, you know, certain lines of makeup or branding, that's what I'm trying to say. But, you know, sometimes in this business, just in general, the person who's kind of the trailblazer, always gets the short end of the stick, but the next person that you give the baton to goes, you know, full force with it. I get the love from the ladies in the group. I get the love from the community of the reality television, but they're making a certain amount of money that, you know, it wasn't shaped back then. Right, right. The lane was just a little bit more narrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, she's talking about all these big star friends of mine, one of them being Cardi B, who you know has been here to the show, loves you and you I love her. I love her something have, terrible. Have you, have, <laughs> Have I introduced y'all? Know y'all met before? Yes, you had us. 
We, oh my gosh, I'm Jason. trying to remember because I, I know that, no, because I remember <laughs> when I told her about you and you told me about her, I was in my mind saying, I got to get us all in the room. And I can't remember yet if yeah. I have. You brought us together. We weren't physical, but we were on a, what is oh, it? Oh, uh, the, the live app. Yes, yes, it was so much fun. But you guys still haven't met. No, we haven't met in the human space, but we did meet virtually. And that was so much fun. Okay, let me get a group text. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have to. Because I know I've been trying to intentionally put us in the same room, but you don't even live in LA anymore. I am. I'm bi coastal, but you know me. Once I'm in the house, I'm in the house. You know, I don't go out a lot. You do know this, Jason. But that's something you and her have in common. She's a complete introvert. Oh, no. Does go outside? No. (laughs) No. This is what you both have in common. So I have to figure out how to get us outside. Maybe maybe my birthday party or something. Yeah. Oh, well, Jason, you throw the best (laughs) birthday party. Well, first of all, when you walk into a Jason Lee birthday party, you just better be ready to keep your camera out. You you better look like this money right here. Yeah. Walking in here looking like money and snatch. We're going to get, you know, we're getting all of our catching up out of the way (laughs) because we're going to get into some shit. Yeah, we're going to get into some stuff. (laughs) But it's almost like it's a requirement. To be successful, to be around you, because I mean, even the people that you work with are all hot. But not well. Yeah, you do. Well, I don't want people. There is this belief that I don't have friends who are not attractive. I do. That <laughs> <laughs> I do. You know, um, not yeah. a lot of them, but you know, they matter too. Okay, look, uh, we got a gift real quick. We have a few gifts for you. Take the take I have the gifts? Which, which is the. Which is the, bo- the box. Take oh, the, the box, box in first, okay? Okay. So Only I get because the- of where we are in oh, this moment. Oh, my gosh. We have a, you know we give gifts here at the Jason Lee <laughs> Thank Show. Thank you. I get to open this yes. up. Ooh. <gasps> um, <laughs> this just changed my <laughs> life. <gasps> oh, my goodness. St. New York. Oh, my goodness. This. See, only you would give me this because you already know where my heart is. And listen, you love candles, but here's the deal. You don't need to blaze the trail. Now you just blaze your own candle. Okay? <laughs> so this is so good. I love this. Thank you so much. You can, you can put the little, um, no, you can put the candle down. because Do <laughs> Okay, we got more gifts on the way. All right, so you started reality TV in 2006 with the I Love New York show. Yes. And I know your story, how you were found, discovered, and all that. So mm-hmm. we'll skip that. Mm-hmm. Did you really want him, though? Or was that acting? At the time, I was single, Jason. And had I not been single, I would not have been able to do the show. Okay. So, no, I wasn't faking. I was just a single young lady from upstate New York. And I did want to meet somebody and fall in love. And when you saw that it was going to be flavored, did you say, okay? I was still all in. You were open. As long as a man knows how to make my head feel good. My eyes can stay closed. I'm not one of those that need you to like measure up and just be gorgeous from head to toe. You know, he's got the gift of gab. 12 inch penis. <laughs> can, I, can I do this? Yes. You know I'm engaged now. Uh, re- really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Why it's wasn't real- I invited to an engagement party? <laughs> Jason! Yeah, you about to go left. Put a pin in that. We're coming back to that shit. See how she just talked about how I was a close friend, how she loves me, how we don't catch up all the time, how, you know, (laughs) what? And I haven't approved yet? Oh, we're going to roll it back. Okay. Is the penis really 12 inches? Oh. Jason, um... When you get engaged and it's you real. You can't talk about it. Yeah, okay. he's, he's, he doesn't deserve Would he be worthy of a Mandingo Hall of Fame award? Should he, should he come on the show? He would be the sponsor of the Mandingo Hall of Fame award. 
And that's all I'm going to say. Okay, I'm going to respect it because we're going to get to this unlawful, <laughs> unannounced, and unapproved. Not unlawful. Oh, my God. <laughs> engagement that is transpired by my good friend. See how we did, we did, oh, I can't wait till this plays back. How close, how much we love each other. We even helped the kids. Are you pregnant? No. Okay, well, at least I didn't miss that part. I hope I'm not. Okay. Oh, goodness. Not, well, you know what, Jason? It's, it's weird because, <sighs> let me hush. When the, we're going to get to that. Okay. When, you, when the girl said that she looked like Beyonce on the show. Oh. Did, Hottie. Did you know what Beyonce looked like at the time? <laughs> Yes. Okay, and so you knew immediately she was lying. I knew she was lying. She did not have the correct eye shape. She did not have the right torso. She just was not beyonce And I had to let her know that, no, sweetie, you're Delulu. How can you turn this on like this and that? Like, you know, because you're Sasha Fierce is what you just almost gave. How did, did you, was that always who you were when you went into that? When you bring me to those moments, Jason, uh -huh. New York is always going to be And you're there. always ready. Yeah. Okay. One of the scenes that you guys have seen that's the most iconic ever in life that I'm mad I missed because she invited me to the set and I was there, but I left early, was when she looked Claudia Jordan in the face and Claudia said, wait, are you crying because I don't see any tears? And you said, bitch, it's an inner cry. Where did that come from? Because me and my friend Rob, who's there, we have watched that a thousand times. <laughs> When I'm on the spot like that, Jason, all eyes are on me and I can't let a bitch press me. Yeah. Press me all the way down. I have to rise. Uh -huh. And that's just where it comes from. I don't know what I'm going to say. It just morphs and it just spews out. Uh -huh. So, yeah. It was funny because, you know, um, all the people around you, Karamo, who's successful talk yes. show host now, um, uh, Laura Govine and everybody, they were, Benzino, they were like, here she goes. They knew that you were about to show up. And I love it because... Mm -hmm. Don't you notice that when you have a known personality and then they know that you know how to turn it on and that it could be a lot and it's so unpredictable that yeah. you feel the energy of people being like on edge, right? On edge. And that's also what makes it so hard when I walk into these houses and stuff. People don't want to see me coming. Right. You think they pull out the, the red welcome mat for me? No, it's like, oh, damn, here she is. I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to talk to it. You know, it's just afraid. <laughs> it. to, yeah, confrontation, you but, know? But you be playing my games too because when I FaceTime, we're going to get into the show, House of Villains, because when I FaceTime Bobby and he brought me over to Omarosa's room, I was like, I want to talk to New York. Where's she? Where's <laughs> Tiffany at? And when they went to find you, you were secluded in your room, had the door shut, weren't coming outside, wasn't talking. Is that a part of the mind manipulation? Like, are you getting in their minds? Mm -hmm. um, I literally can say this and say this flat out. I am just best left to my own devices. If I don't know you, like, we're friends, yeah, yeah. so we're good. Yeah. But if I don't know you, I just, I'm not an open person. Mm. I'm just like, okay, I got to eat upstairs. I got to just be to myself. That's just really? how I, yeah. And that's with everybody. It, is it because I'm a Capricorn, you think? Capricorns are crazy. Okay. Men, Capricorn men. <laughs> Capricorn, they're on the do not date list for me. <gasps> really? Oh, my gosh. Maybe the, the airlines had a do not fly list for Osama bin Laden. I have a do not date list. They are Capricorns and Geminis. Oh, my goodness. Capricorns and Geminis. My fiance is a Capricorn. Really? <laughs> I hope you still like them. But you know what's crazy? I didn't know you were Capricorn because I didn't get that. Mm -hmm. I, I get Pisces. Oh, really? Well, because all of my friends yeah. that are in entertainment are Rihanna, mm -hmm. Queen Latifah, Floyd. They're all Pisces. Pisces. That's interesting. And here comes this cap. <laughs> now you make me like Capricorn. I like the women. I ain't the okay, men, you're no. not going all the way. No. Okay. Okay, so now that you have had all the success in reality television, 
Um, I've said to you, I believe you need to be executive producing your own show, owning your own show, and now you have one. Yeah. So we're going to clap it up for that really quick. <laughs> because Thank it's you. long overdue. Thank you, yes. There, I mean, when you, when you create the lane, when you blaze the lane, and when you've made people millions and millions and millions, you make, you, you've made people millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Still doing reruns. And in reality TV, we don't get residuals, right? That's, that's unfortunately true. Which is insane. Mm -hmm. um, and now you have the new show, Looking for the Third. Yeah. Now, because I'm running for city council, I can't participate. But when <laughs> I heard about it, I wanted to get involved. Tell people about Looking for the Third. Oh, my goodness. Looking for a Third is going to be one of my babies. Like, this, I'm going to really take my time with it because... I was working with the production company and we sat down and we spoke a long time about it. And I just wanted to feel like my heart. I wanted to feel fresh and I want people to gravitate toward the show and know that it's just not going to be something slapped together, just some bullshit that I just put my name on. Like I'm really going to go in the trenches and help these poly couples find their third. I mean, this is something that is happening across the nation. People are opening up their hearts to a third mate. You know, and sometimes it's hard to just settle for one, as you know, right? <laughs> Did I get attacked? I'm running for city council. Oh. <laughs> yes, it is damn hard. Yes. So I really want to make sure we find somebody that's not going to destroy the happy home, but add to it and elevate whatever the couple is looking for. So we're going to take our time and do this so one. So looking for a third is a couple who's mm -hmm. currently looking for a third person to join. Oh, yes. Now, they're gays and lesbians or straight too? Um, well, this season, we definitely want to focus on the queer community because I feel like sometimes, you know, they get a little bit overlooked when it comes down to it. And we don't want it to feel like, oh, well, they're just looking for a threesome. No, this is like a serious relationship with the bonding and stuff. So that's why we want to make sure we focus on the queer community and not make it look like, oh, they're just there to just have sex. Mm -hmm. Because and a lot of queer friends talk to me about that. And that's not the look we're looking, we're well, going well, for. And I think a lot of people think when you want a third person that it it it's all just about sex. Yeah. You know, I did the whole relationship where I was super territorial over the one person and consumed mm -hmm. with all that. And yeah. I'm now in a much more evolved world where I just feel like, one, I do have a big sexual appetite. Uh -huh. So I don't think having sex with more than one person, um, sex with just one person forever is going to be it. Uh -huh. But I do love the, uh, the idea of companionship yes. and building something with somebody. Mm -hmm. Why do people nowadays think that being in a poly relationship is a nasty thing or, or, or wrong? Well, because, Jason, it's not something that is typically socially acceptable right offhand, you know, but... If you look way back in the day, a lot of people had several different wives. You know what I mean? And sometimes that and in different countries, like different religions. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. So, I mean, who are we to say you can't have, but just make sure you can take care of, you know, not only financially, but just be there emotionally. You know, you don't want one wife or one husband suffering because you're not where you need to be. So you have to make sure you can take care of your tribe. You know what I mean? If you want to open up your heart and your house yeah. to a third. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to make sure that they can deliver and do. Well, and the people that get in a relationship, you could be in a relationship with one person to be treated like a decoration. Mm. You know, like having two people, you know, again, like you just said, I think, you know, Floyd Mayweather, thing, he's like, I said, how you got 12 girls? <laughs> he said, I ain't got 12 women. I started naming them. He goes, okay. I said, he goes, well, I can afford them all. Wow. I can afford to have them. I take care of them all. Yes. I said, okay, well, 
That 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 I can I can afford two right now. Maybe maybe uh-huh. two. Okay, well it's a balance. But I can't find one because now I'm Jason Lee. Yeah. And it's really weird now. Yeah. Well, Jason, I don't want to say you would have to find someone who doesn't care about the structure of your career because that's not what you want either. Yeah, you want yeah, somebody yeah, who yeah. cares. But it's just really hard because you know what they say. You know what is it? Cloud is Cloud a drug. Is a drug. Everybody wants it. Yeah. So yeah, and that's. So how have you dated over the years? Because I've met some, you know, I've met some along the way. You're engaged now, so we're yeah. not going to drop no names. But you know, you've gotten a lot of <clears throat> action in the, <laughs> in the past. I have. How did you know along the way? Because you're you're really famous. Like people know who you are. They do. Uh, how do you know, or how did you know along the way if the guys were really there for you or for New York? Yeah, and bless that sweet flight attendant who gave me a garbage bag full of food. Two days ago, because she recognized me and she just wanted to give me something. Well, the so people she, in the airports are the best. Yeah, she just gave me all those Biscoff cookies and lunches and wine <laughs> bottles and stuff like that. But just to say that, yeah, people do recognize me. But the man that I'm with, he sees me. Mm. He does not, I can't say he doesn't care about what I do, but that's all secondary. Mm -hmm. When it's me, it's like, is she okay? Is she good? You don't have to do another job if you don't want to. As long as you want to do this, I'll support you. But when you want to tap out, that's fine too. And I need that. How How did you know when he met you that he, was he meeting you or he knew who you were? Yeah, he knew who I was. Okay. Now he's white. I got a job to do. Stop playing with me. (laughs) (laughs) No, because you're you're white famous. I mean, are you a little bit clairvoyant? Yeah, he's yeah. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't invited to the engagement, so let me come on, Jesus, give it to me. (laughs) Okay, so he's white. Yes. You have. Is this your first interracial relationship? No, actually, uh, I was taught to love. And that's love without color. Mm. So I've had white relationships. I've even been with an Asian man. You know, like I just love abroad and it just cycles through that way. So I wouldn't care if my man was black or white as long as that love is just what we're growing on. I was just taught to love that way. And you're queer. This is Red Bull, by the way. I'm still sober, people. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> the, only the bus at the Jason Lee show. <laughs> Let's fill her up. Fill her up. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know what, Jason? I will say this. No, because I didn't know you were queer. She's never, in all the years we've been friends, I mean, I know you have the biggest gay following. Yeah. Gays, the homos love New York. They mm-hmm. love, live for you. Um, and I mean, you are their queen. Well. Mm-hmm. Our queen. Well, I just feel like it's time for me to really embrace who I am. And sometimes we forget that there's dual sides to us. We're some of our mother and we're some of our father. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I do. I'm not going to lie. I feel like a guy. Sometimes I feel like a woman. And that's my mom coming through. I, I don't want to fight it. Mm-hmm. I just want to be who I am when I wake up that day. Mm-hmm. What does que- This is a real question. What is queer? For me, I feel like queer is someone who embraces both sides. Okay. And whatever that feels like for me that day or in that moment, I'm going to live it. Isn't forced to identify with one or the other? Because I've always seen you as a woman. You're yeah. always yeah. You're yeah. always pulled together. 
But I talk like a man. I think like a man. I, I move do, and yeah. I have a lot of male tendencies, okay. and I feel like I, I actually that started coming out probably in middle school. Mm. You know, the aggression and you know just feeling you know a certain masculinity, if you will. Mm -hmm. And why is that something that I have to suppress if mm -hmm. I really know it's there, mm -hmm. you know? But can I throw on a heel and a wig and feel amazing? Yes, but there's there's a, another side to me. Mm -hmm. And I want to identify with my dad or have my dad's portion of the chromosomes pour through. But when I hear queer, that doesn't mean you, you haven't slept with a woman. <laughs> this is you get to do when it's your friend what do you think see how you can throw it back only because we're friends i, can I do mean that. i haven't seen you with a woman but now right. maybe that day where you felt a little masculine you went and pulled one well i mean i have lived a very very broad life i've <laughs> never been afraid to do anything that i wanted to do your body I, your choice i've seen it all i've been it all and you know i i'm good at it all mm -hmm. real good at we can it. give her a round of applause for that we applaud doing it all, okay, over here at the Jason Lee Show. Okay, um, so looking for a third, mm -hmm. you're with this rich, oh, we haven't even established he's rich, huh? Well, you know. that's what I heard. I've been digging. Got his fiance out here looking like a million dollars today. Some Jewish <laughs> men know how to squeeze a dollar. I mean, I mean, okay? <laughs> Some of my expenses is like, babe, really? You need that? But that's smart, though. That's how you get to have so much money. So I'm learning, you know. Uh -huh. A splurge is good, but you don't have to splurge all the time to where you're like, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a nice balance. But is he like me? No. Mm. He's opposite. He's way more practical than I am, Jason. But that, that's the balance. Yeah. Right? And I'm learning how to um, appreciate that. So you're teaching him how to... He, he He's going to teach you how to make a bag. You're going to show him how to blow the bag. <laughs> oh! I love that, Jason. Oh, you make me fit into my relationship. I mean, hey. Thank you. I get to blow the bag. Blow the bag. Okay, so how did you meet? And how did you know, or did you know when you met him, like, okay, this could be the one? Because people say love at first sight is a thing, and yeah. I don't know if I believe in that yet. Um, it definitely wasn't love at first sight because you can't do that in our positions. Yeah. We have to be very cautious about how we move. So I would just say there was a friendship that developed that blossomed, and then a man, if he wants someone, he's gonna pursue. Mm. I mean, he's gonna call, he's gonna reach out, and then you're just gonna give in. And then that give in was just one of the best things I ever did for myself. I could literally be with this person for the rest of my life and be okay. Really? Yeah, when you can take me without my package on, cause I'm a Build-A-Bear, you know what I mean? I don't wake up like this. So when you can a take all that, yeah, I am. I have never heard anybody in life define themselves <laughs> as a build. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> he loves me down. That mm -hmm. man sees my heart. He doesn't care about anything other than his Tiffany when I'm around. And even when I'm not around, you know, he just texted me the other day. He said, babe, I miss you just when you're in the other room. Mm. You know, I never had that level. And, and real quick, real quick. I, I ain't in, never had nobody saying no shit like that. This is really going to take you out. I had a little tiny procedure done really quick a couple of days ago in the hospital. And he goes, doctor, doctor, she's in pain. Can I cross over and hold her hand? Why she's going through this. Then the doctor kind of smirked like, wow, you're really babying her. But he said, yeah, you can hold her hand. But that's just the kind of love he has for mm -hmm. me. I'm like his baby. Mm -hmm. 
And did that was that the energy he came with immediately, or did it grow over time? You know what's so funny with him and fascinating with him is that he makes it feel stronger. And I've always had love, like, kind of, like, get a little bit less and less. But with him, he, like, the longer we go, the more he's intensifying mm -hmm. with the love. That's amazing. Yeah, he treats me better than he did in the beginning. It just keeps growing. And so when I was talking to somebody recently, we started off in therapy. Okay. Because I'm in therapy. And I'm like, right out the gate, I want to know where this is going to go. And they were very open to it. Have you all done therapy together? And is that even a part of your thing? Like, where you'd want to do therapy with a partner? Or I'm so, so glad you brought that up, Jason. Because my soulmate is very, very, very opinionated about therapy as it being a good thing. Mm. Because sometimes I feel like in our community, we feel like we have to have it together mm -hmm. and go, stop all that, suck it up, look at you, you're good. People would kill to be who you are. No, sometimes you need a total stranger to talk to and unpack some shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually gonna get into therapy in a month from now. I have a good one. Do you really? You will, lo you will love them. <laughs> I'm, re I'm referring them to everybody. I'll tell you off That's camera. That's so good. <laughs> no, because, you know, I can't talk to a, what's your problem? Okay. I need to talk to a, what's up? How you doing today? Oh, wow. And and But what it did was it, it disarmed me uh -huh. from coming in, because I came in very guarded. Like, we ain't going there. I ain't got <laughs> mama, daddy issues. I ain't going to talk about my brother. Nope, nope, nope. And over time... Like your relationship, how it's just evolving now. It's the relationship has evolved now to where we log in and we're going straight to the issue. Yeah. And you know, you need to talk to somebody that's going to let you just get it out without judgment. And yeah. So and I, I love that therapy now is something that you can't even, it's refreshing to talk about instead of being taboo or shame. Yes. And yeah. I think what happened is the pandemic allowed people to be opened up more about saying, hey, I'm not OK. Yeah. You know, we live through something yeah. big here. So now that is more of a positive side to what happened with us as a, a nation, because mm -hmm. now we can talk, hey, my mental is off today. I need to sit down and have therapy. So are you and your fiance ever going to look for a third? <laughs> this man. Either he's a great liar or he's really not into porn. I can't even get him to check out another woman. Really? Like, he really... He just is into you. So into me. Well, sometimes I feel like I want to, like, test him. But the thing is, he goes, well, here's my password to my phones and my Facebooks Wait, and my... Yes. Oh, bro, you, he's a Capricorn. You are ruining it for everybody at this point. Every woman right now is pausing this show and going straight to her man like, give me your phone. Well, you know what I think, too, is that he's a little bit older than me, so he doesn't really have energy for another How old is he? Um, I want to say he just turned 58. Okay, but that's not, I mean, 42, 58, it's not too, too bad. Well, for him, he's, he's you know what? He, he, he said, Tiffany, I don't like complication. So if I'm with you, I'm with you. You know, I don't like a lot of mess in my life. So he's not messy. So he just wants one woman. Now, are you the, okay, do you want kids? I'll take a couple of more fur babies. But not your, not children <sighs> that you can't put in a crate or carry on a plane. I go back and forth about that egg drop statement. You know, I don't feel like I need my eggs cracked at this point. Yeah. I feel like I, I don't know, Jason. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, I'm in, the, I'm in that place too. Because yeah. you kind of want to. Yeah. But then you don't. It's going to be real when those it's, kids no, are No, it's here. real. Yeah. Because they're going to be right there while you're doing an interview. 
in all your responsibility, Jason. And you can't just leave it at a, a kennel or where you know where you put the dogs. You can't. You know, I think about that. But yeah. that's good that we think about that because a lot of people that don't are the reason why we have high foster care rates, why we have kids who are out here that's true. illiterate, not finding their way. So, yeah. I feel like the pressure is a little bit more on me, obviously, Jason, because you can make babies forever. Yep. But then here I am. What you gonna do, girl? What you gonna do? Wait, you can also adopt. Would you ever adopt? Oh, my gosh. That's me. That's You'd be me. a cool mom. That's you? me. That's what I really, get really want to do. Get you a Mercedes minivan, throwing yeah. kids in the back. All that good stuff. Yeah. Because I honestly, I don't feel like, I don't know if my body could take that taxing. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, a lot of people don't talk about how dangerous it is in childbirth. Mm -hmm. And uh, specifically, my man even told me women of color don't even receive the proper amount of treatment. Mm. I don't want to get too preachy, but my no, man is he, into politics and stuff too. Yeah, so he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. really, you know, downloads me on a lot of things that I don't know. So just, you know, the C-section yeah. and a lot of women go And then out. postpartum is real. Yeah, that too. Because I'm talking to women who've had babies and postpartum, they're still having it a year later. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my brain is already <laughs> fucked up. But, so I don't but you have a big things. heart, so you'd have a lot of love to give I to do. a kid who needs it. I do. I can see myself, the end goal for me would to be adopting maybe three children. Mm. They don't have to be brothers and sisters, but, you know, that would be amazing. Okay. Um, but if, you're, if your man did at some point have an appetite to throw a third in there, you'd go look for one. Because that could be the finale, <laughs> your own episode. <laughs> okay, can we do a show together, like a charm school type show? On the, can you do anything with Zeus Network? I would love to work with you on the Zeus Network. Okay. And you know what? Shout out to Zeus Network because yes. I love what they're doing over there because a lot of these young women, they get a bad rap for the fighting and the things like that. But you know what? It's entertaining. It's creating lanes for them. And I'd rather them fight on camera and get a name for themselves than just be out there street fighting and carrying on. But the other thing, too, and this is why I always give uh, props to Lemuel Plummer, it's a black-owned network where, yes. he, where he gives the talent equity in their deals. So that way, because I'm telling you, New York, Tiffany, New York, Pollard, TP should be a multi-millionaire for as much as they've exploited your content. Now, I'm not even throwing shade at no network. Mm -hmm. I believe you built VH1. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can say whatever you want in the comments, and I know you have the most. You have active fan pages today who will ride for you. You say something crazy about Tiffany, because sometimes my team will post a throwback or a meme, and they'll be like, well, hold on, Jason. I'm like, well, first of all, that's love. We, <laughs> we, we hold her down over here, but... In many ways, you built VH1. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like when, because you, you, you did the show over there where you were interviewing people over the brunch. What was that series called? Yeah, Brunch with Tiffany. Brunch with Tiffany. Mm -hmm. we, went with Tif we went with New York to work. Mm -hmm. We have all these shows <clears throat> that still live on to these days. And between you and Paris Hilton, reality TV wouldn't even have found its way. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just about giving you your flowers, but you know I, what I love about the Zeus Network, and you can yeah. say what you want about the content, he does mm -hmm. make sure that his talent is taken care of. Absolutely. So now he needs to give us a deal. Uh, hey, you be EP. You be, e, you be EP. I be co-EP. Yes. I won't even do another reality show with an individual other than you because mm -hmm. it would be so fun. I would love that, and it would be iconic. And um, well, do you, uh, how about you? Are we making a dating show for you? I could be your no. co-pilot. <laughs> let me say this: Tiffany did a show called Celebrity Big Brother, and she was trying to get me in the house with her. I didn't make it in the house, but I watched that show. Another scene. Reality TV go where I almost died. I think I peed on myself a little bit. I may have even shitted just a little bit too. When the woman told you David was dead, oh, but you thought it was David that was in the house, 
and you ran through the house telling everybody that David was dead, and you went to the bed, and David wasn't dead, and then you went after the woman. What was going on in your mind when that happened? Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> RIP to you, David. Yes. 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 What y'all didn't see at home was David was very, very sick. I mean, okay. he was sick for about two or three days, taking medicine back and forth to the diary room, hardly able to stand up. He was even missing challenges. Oh. That's how sick his body was. So when Angie came in and said, David is dead, I just remember this man sweating profusely the night before. So obviously I'm going to go, oh my gosh, David died, you know? Not laughing because he is dead. Yeah. Okay, period. But <laughs> that was crazy. But he was No, but your reaction, I'm telling you, crying tears. I cry, I just, and it, it's so crazy because <laughs> I know you. But I'm crying tears because you really believed he had died. Yeah. yeah, I really did. I mean, who other David? Because, you know, they take the papers away, the television. So you don't even know what's happening in the world. Nothing. What other David is there that I've been in contact but with? But then when you went in there and David wasn't dead, you said, this bitch. And then you went after her. I felt stupid and I had to give it to somebody. So I just, I attacked. Yeah. Okay, Jenna, is, do you, how do you still, are you are you over Jenna? Because I think you call, do you, you read her for filth every episode. Oh, people love this line and I still get paid off of it from Cameo. Jenna Collins is a fat cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did those people, and then you kissed the men. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Wait, did you have sex? Okay, well, you're engaged. Damn, why you didn't come back before the engagement? There was just some playful banter. I learned that word in the UK, by the way. Rob, who's in the other room who runs my company, he hated you. He called you all types of bad names when he saw you making, doing what you were doing with those hot white guys, because that's his thing. <laughs> he, was, he, wanted to, he wanted to switch places with you real quick. <laughs> No, because you turned it up every episode, though. But you know, you got to steal the camera. You do. You do. You have to work your moments in. But then again, you have to make it feel authentic and make it not come across as, oh, you're just trying to get airtime. But um, yeah, Man, them boys was asking for my lips. <laughs> they asked for the kisses. And Jenna was asking for their mouth because you gave her them ugly shoes back. <laughs> yeah, and had stones busted out of them and she wanted to take them back. I'm like, girl, here, I got these shoes. I'll get a pair. Well, they were some dolces or something. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna, she's engaged, so y'all got to go back and watch it on YouTube. There's a, <laughs> there's a bathroom moment. Um, the confessionals. What does your mom think about, because your mother is a star too. Where is she even at these mom days? Mom is in my corner like she never left because she is literally my biggest support as far as just saying, Tiff, are you good? Are you okay? And you know, she's always ready to get down and do some stuff as well. She has such an amazing concept that um, she's ready to get shooting and filming. And I'm excited for her to do her thing. Cause you know, Sister Patterson is gonna serve up the truth. She's gonna be herself and she's gonna let you have it. That's where I get it. So Sister Patterson, she's met her new son-in-law. Oh my goodness, yes. Cause she's in New York. Yes. And so do they do brunch by themselves? Like, do they have their own relationship? Um, I think that my guy is the kind of guy to where, you know, how everything is like a group activity. That's just how it's built as far as like, you know, when I'm with his family or when he's with mine. We're just like this. Siamese cats. Mm. So I'm always with him and he's always interlocked with me. He has kids? No. He doesn't. Okay, so you don't have to be stepmom. Nope. His family's white and you're Tiffany. 
How did they embrace? No, he's Jewish. Yeah. How that's different than white. Mm-hmm. How did they embrace you? There was no period of trial. There was no type of, okay, does she check all the boxes? I think that they love their son so much is if I make him happy, they're good. Oh, that's great. It was never low, you know, let me check her out or this or that. They embrace who I am and they support and they watch and they're just amazing. Hey, Gary. Hey, Joni. (laughs) Okay, uh, Tokyo Styles did this hair today. Come on. Um, and got you in here looking like the black fair faucet. Um, you got this black thing with this net on your feet and these heels <laughs> and this jewelry. And she smells good and the makeup is done. What the fuck is going on? Okay, so you, you're a reflection of how you feel, mm-hmm. which is great. What was the journey getting to that? was going to grief wellness. Grief wellness camp really helped me because I went through losing lullaby and there was a lot of drinking going on, a lot of fast food orders going on, a lot of not caring about anything, but just trying to cram and stuff the pain. Going to grief wellness camp for over a year and I'm still in the program. Like Like a physical place? It's, it's a little bit of in-house and out-house mm. work. I'm doing the work and um, not indulging in things that is going to take my health. I had um, high blood pressure. I had a hernia. I was borderline diabetic. Mm. All that alcohol. So I just, you know, they taught me a lot of things and I'm still tooling, as they would say. Have you ever done any other drugs besides alcohol? Yeah. Yeah. But not too much because, you know what? <laughs> I'm too paranoid. <laughs> to do certain things. But yeah, I, I dibbled and dabbled. But now I just feel like a good coffee, because ca- caffeine is a drug, uh, y'all. And I'm on it every day. Love it. And I found myself the other day saying, you've had three today. Stop. You keep know, going, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, your body's good yeah, with it now. Yeah. And it'll keep you regular. Yeah. And then, you know, coffee, of course, a nice little wine or champagne, mm. and... Uh, I smoke weed. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. That is a wonder drug. What about mushrooms? I've never done that, but everybody keeps telling me I need to try shrooms. Everybody is doing them. But some people have had some bad trips, and if I take a shroom and start seeing ghosts and goblins, I'm, I'm not going to be a councilman. Be with, <laughs> be with people that you love and you trust. Nice setting. Mind, safe, yes, yes, yes. yes. yes and it's Jeremy walk Meeks you in. keeps telling me to do that. You're going to love them. I know your personality <laughs> enough. Maybe to, maybe if we're together, maybe, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. But I you don't, know what? Microdosing is a real thing, Jason. That's what I've heard. So you'll be fine with a little minute, and then you can go up and increase as you need. So when this fiancé blows the bag, what has he blown it on? Like, what's the most... You know what? I'm more into giving me a portion and letting me get what I want. Like, that's been working for me. So I'll say, Papa... I need da 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 da, or da, you know what I mean? And then he'll just, uh, and then he'll just give. Yes. But I can't be telling him what I'm spending money on because right. it's not going to make sense to him. Yeah. <laughs> He's Jewish. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I love her. Okay, the last time I saw you was at the House of Villains premiere party. <clears throat> I believe it was, yeah. And um, you walked in and you said something to me that I side eyed you about. Oh, I love it. Uh oh. Nope, I don't love it. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Oops. Because it was, I'm a friend. Yeah. 
you know what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I go up to her and I said, I said, when are you going to come on the show? And you said something to the effect that we got to do it soon because time isn't promised to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I looked at you and I said, because you know when pe- people say stuff like that, you it catches your attention. And I'm and I'm and I'm your friend, so I actually mm-hmm. care about you and I yeah. listen to what you say. And you said that, and I said, well, don't say that, don't say that. Words have power. We ain't, we ain't going nowhere. And you said you don't know that. Mm-hmm. What? Why did you say that? Well, first of all, Jason, thank you for being caring because in that moment, it's kind of like you drew out of the party atmosphere and you were like full frontal friend. What's going on? Why are you saying this to me? What does this even mean? You know, you didn't want to accept it or hear it. And I just felt like I was just speaking from my heart. Um, Yeah, I I, I don't, it just came out that way. Mm-hmm. And that's, it, that's the truth of the matter. Mm-hmm. But you, st- you saw you stopped me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm okay. I am working on my health. I'm taking everything one day at a time. And um, I feel very blessed, and I'm feeling covered, and I have guardian angels. Did something happen that you haven't shared that you may not want to share or want to share? Because I don't think there's been a time in a long time that I've had a real connection to a person that even with the midst of a party going on, friends, drinking, music, security, this and that, that everything stopped. And that was that moment. And I was concerned. And, you know, I don't, life be life in. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, going through loss firsthand, you know, I I recently suffered a loss. I just think I'm just in a place where I see how precious life is. And um, you just, tomorrow's not promised to any of us, Jason. And um, that just makes me want to embrace life. But um, I'm healthy. I'm all right. Everything is good. And I think that's what you wanted that night before we parted ways. You were looking me in my face a little bit. You're like, what are you saying to me? Here I am. What's going on? Um, I'm I'm, I'm good. Okay. And you wouldn't lie? (laughs) Not. No, I wouldn't lie. Okay. I'm, I'm all right. Okay. Well, yeah, I, you know, we, you know, we don't see each other all the time, but I do love you. And I, that to me was, <clears throat> that was a lot. I love you too. And, yeah. I, and I saw the concern in your face when yeah. I said that. Yeah. But I just think that life has me in a grip of just living each moment very, very precisely. And, um, and with intention. Very much so, because I don't know if anybody else does this, but every time I look at the clock, I see my age. And that's been happening for the last five years consecutively. Really? I don't care what age I turn, I'm going to see that 41. Now that I'm 42, I look up, it could be three, it's 42. It could be five, 42. Every year for the past five years, I've been seeing my age consecutively. Why though? That I don't know. Mm, You need to get in therapy to figure that out. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, because I had so many people getting killed, 95 I got shot, 94 I got shot, 97 brother got murdered. All my friends started getting killed that year. I literally, I talk about this in my book, I thought I was gonna die by 25. Mm 
So when I turned 25, I was terrified that this is it. Yeah. Then I turned 26, 27, 28. Then I started to let go of that. Then I turned 30. Then I turned 35, 40, 45. These are the greatest years. This greatest is like years. where you, you know, you like, you know. Yeah. Um, and I really feel like I always had a problem with death over the years, but then I've just embraced how much I'm living right now. Yes. But that took me getting over my brother's murder and really getting through that trauma of whatever was going on. I really feel like maybe explore that a little bit because like you're young, you're, I mean, you're healthy, you're vibrant. Mm-hmm. Like you want to enjoy life. You don't want to be thinking crazy stuff every time that number changes. But every time I see the number, Jason, because like how you're saying, you're seeing that your age is going up. It's like maybe it's reminding me to live life in the moment. Yes, like yes. I don't take it negative. Yeah. It's just like, but I do want to unpack why am I seeing my age? Yes. What does that like, mean? Yeah, like why is it jumping out in front of me? Every single time. I swear if I look at my phone right now, it's something 42. If I were to look at my phone. But if I don't look at my phone, it's just going to be any random number. You don't look, whatever. I don't even know what, I was going to say you don't look 42, but I don't look 46. We, we're defining, redefining what aging looks like. I think we're happy. Yeah. You said that. You said we're going to give off what we feel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like what we giving, feel. Off, giving off, the bag was blown. You sme- <laughs> I can smell her, okay? <laughs> well, the Dior is Dioring, baby. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, you're I here. I had that. to dress up for the queen. <laughs> Rolling Stone said that uh, uh, you changed the game for black women on reality TV. So would you ever do like Housewives of Atlanta, Housewives of New York? Because if you're in New York mm-hmm. and you got the Jewish man. Oh, goodness. And you are in New York. <laughs> would you do Housewives of New York City? Something like that is going to be very, very tedious, pressing for our particular relationship because we don't have we have a very orthodox type of relationship. He's not going to give up his anonymity, is it called? Anonymity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 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 he does. Does he have to be? But he don't have to be. Oh, he doesn't have to be. No, he can be about you. <laughs> yeah. And then if he comes in the room, Big Papa from the back. Okay. Well, hey, hey listen, that's a thing. I might have to look into that. But I did get asked. Obviously, they're going to ask me about the housewife Andy franchise. Cohen. Come on, Andy. All now. of the all of the <laughs> Tiffany Pollard pages right now. Clip it. Andy Cohen, I'm telling you right now, you thought you had gold, no shade to the girls in Atlanta. This right here in New York, because you knew you had that controversy when (laughs) Ebony uh, K. Williams left about the black girls up there. This one right here, she already got the white fame. She already got crossover appeal. She already, they already know her. She's going to give you what you need. You will never have another New York franchise ever mm. without this. If you if you get her, it's a done. It's wrap. Remember, I said that and send me my ten percent. Yeah, boom. No, seriously, I think you would be amazing. <laughs> Only on the Jason Lee show. No, I think you would be. I think you would be amazing, though. You don't, you don't you think so? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have fun. But you know what, Jason? I'm not gonna lie to you. I I love being tucked away. I know that that sounds a little bit counterproductive, but I I, I don't want to work all the time. But this is a platform with, one, they take care of their talent, okay. from what I've heard. Two, it's a platform to promote everything you're doing. That's true, too. And it's not about the conflict, really. I mean, it's going to happen because everybody's going to be jealous of you and scared. But, you know, you just, <laughs> you, you just own it like you own everything else. Hey, if they call me, we can talk. <laughs> call her now. This is going to go viral. All right, TikTok. This is all over TikTok. Um, but, yeah, but when they say that you uh, shaped uh, or that you changed the game for uh, black women on TV, when you see black women on TV now, do you see the work that you did? I see them living in their reality. I feel like everybody has their portion to live it out and to do what they're doing. I don't really 
put myself up against anybody who's in that lane because I don't know technically what she had to do or endure to be where she is. So my whole position is more of a salute and celebrate type of position, but I never measure the HBIC up to anybody because that's pointless. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One they don't measure up to you. Either. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so um, are you still bipolar? That means when you wake up, sometimes you're going to be really, really, really mean. I've never seen you bipolar. <laughs> I've never seen the moment. So okay. I didn't even know you suffered from bipolar disorder. I don't know if I do or don't. Because I just thought being bipolar means you're just really, really... Bipolar. So my mother was bipolar. Oh. So it would, it would go from like happy and then the mood swings would be so like... Okay. I, didn't, I just said she was crazy. I didn't know what it was. It was like, it could be, good morning, how are you? You son of a bitch. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, I said, oh, my God. What is, I just thought, mom is crazy. That's awesome. I can't measure up. <laughs> okay, so I'm not lot. bipolar then. Okay. I just can be really, really bitchy for no reason for a little bit. And then I'll go, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I was really But mean. that could be it, though. It, it just can. may not be manic. It may not be bad, you know? Okay. Oh. I, I, yeah. A I've never seen you like that, though. Maybe I have a sprinkle of bipolar. Listen, I'm hard to deal with when you're dating me, Jason. Okay. You never okay. dated me. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. But to the people you love, you're always sweet. I mean, I don't know if... I, you know what? I, I I don't know how to mask how I'm feeling. So if I don't like something, you're going to know it right away. So I've never seen... I don't know. Maybe, really, maybe you just like me more than all these other motherfuckers. That could be it, Jason. It probably. It's probably. That's what's going on. And she didn't... She. This has been our relationship before I had a talk show. So let's just be very clear. And before I had a platform. Mm -hmm. Before I had Hollywood... See, that's how you know when your real ones are. Because now what I'm going through, which I'm sure you've gone through many iterations of it, is... Knowing who's the real ones, like who, like people switching yeah. up. I posted this online on Facebook the other day. You can go check it out. I said, the people who've betrayed me the most are the people I've done the most for. Oh, my God. And it's so, it's so hurtful. Yeah. You know, because you just don't see it coming. You can never see that coming because it's ass backwards. You know, why the hell would you or how could you? But and that's just the hurtful part about it. And it, it, it makes you callous. So you're dating a man who's, you're engaged to a man who's Jewish. I used to work with a man named Kanye West, and you said he had demons in his kneecaps. Mm -hmm. When you see what he went through with the Jewish community, did them demons come up out his kneecaps and just start acting up, or what do you think that was? I feel that Kanye wants to be exercised, but he has to find the right reverend, the right amount of holy water to take him down. And uh, But he's, he, he'll be fine. Mm -hmm. He just needs a little bit of exorcism going on. And then this was what the masks is for, you mm -hmm. know, to kind of keep it down, suppressed, <laughs> that type of thing. So the mask is protecting Kanye. Well, yeah, it's, it's keeping his demons in. But how, what, why did you say they were in his kneecaps? Um, well, I saw a picture of him and he was wearing some shorts and I saw the faces in the knees. You really did? If they pull that picture up, I will show you the faces and you will see them too. You saw demons. Mm -hmm. And his kneecaps. Yeah, they were making faces. Very scary, intimidating faces. Mm. <laughs> Can you see somebody and see the spirit in them? Like when you see a person and see negative spirits in them? That I cannot do, but my okay. mother can. She if can. you touch Your mother her, has discernment. Yes, she can know everything about you. We should executive produce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. A show with your mother, mm -hmm. Tokyo Tony, mm -hmm. 
and Carlissa, Blueface's mom. Oh my goodness. Send them on a road trip around America. <laughs> Let's do that. Would you do that? That would be the show. We don't even have to show up unless we have to bail somebody out. So we'll show up about a good four to five times. Yes. Yeah, because they're gonna get into that type of trouble. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna figure this out. <laughs> Let me know, I'm calling you later. Okay, so what, after everything you've accomplished, uh, what else do you wanna do? Because you still haven't done, have you done a book? I am in a place in my life where these are motions that I'm going through. The opportunities, the engagements, the encounters on my calendar where I have this checked off and I'm booked all the way until June. But what is that all a compass and what is that all going to mean in the grand scheme of things? I do believe that I am a spiritual being. I feel like my end game is to be an unconventional, non-denominational type of spiritual Prayer partner, whatever that looks like. I feel like my 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 stock is steeped in spirituality, and that does not look perfect. That does not look like the walk that one should be. This gift is so endowed in my heart and who I am, Saint Tiffany, because the 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 spirit can be perfect, but the actions of the one man will never be fully. Mm -hmm. But that heart for mankind and humanity is there. And you know much, so much so that I was doing a walk, this is really good, and the spirit dropped in me and said, the HBIC, the head bitch in charge, it actually stands for her belief in Christ, his belief in Christ, human belief in Christ. So I'm just really going through a spiritual transformation right now. So is HBIC gonna go from head bitch in charge to the, the, Her belief in Christ. Yeah. His belief in Christ. Yeah. Human belief in Christ. Yeah. Hush. Think, just uh, believe in Christ. Honey. <laughs> I think we're on a journey, Jason. And I'm here for it. Is your mother a pastor? My mother is definitely not going to take on any titles, but she is very, very spiritual and she doesn't take on any titles. Do you want to be a pastor? I feel like I want to be someone that can lead people and just embrace the human spirit, soul, and body, mm -hmm. what we were born. Mm. Yeah, without title. Because sometimes, you know, how, I'm not going to say names, but they slam a lot of men that are reverends and pastors for not having a perfect walk. But if we're if somebody's going to hell for sinning, then we're all going to hell for sinning. So when people think HBIC and... Her belief in Christ, would you write a book or tell a story or do something to show the people that the HBIC does have this belief in Christ and is more than what you may have thought? Yes, I will. Because at this point in my life, I owe it to my God to go deeper. I don't want to just settle for the cheaper, the what's expected of me, the what I see her doing or what she should be when I know that there's so much more there, where I know that I'm unworthy and still having these great fellowships and communication with him and he's in my corner and he's the reason why I'm still sitting here today and that five minutes of fame shit doesn't work because once he opens up a door, that's no man's able to close it. 
Amen. So I'm sitting here and I have full strength and I want to give in a way where it's not preachy. It's not some something you have to live up to. No, whosoever will come. My grandmother used to say the Lord wants the biggest and the baddest sinner in the room. Mm -hmm. That's who he loves. Mm -hmm. He has no respecter of person. He just said, taste and see that I am good and you can come. Are you preaching in here right now? It's happening. <laughs> You know what I said when they try to put me in a box? My box is my my God is a box cutter. They looking at me crazy. <laughs> Ooh, that's a bar. <laughs> no, for because we all have flaws, but those of us with the flaws are the greatest example because we're showing them in spite of all of it. You can rise to be whatever you want, from the streets to city council. Yes, okay, Jason. Amen? Yes, Amen. His belief in Christ. Ooh, won't he do it? <laughs> and that's the. I love the fact that you and I, we use that judgment to our advantage. Yeah. Because if we can do it, damn it, yeah. that's saying yeah, hello. And when, when I feel it, I don't know about you, but doesn't it make you want to go harder? It does. Like, really? It does. Yeah. I mean, that pressure is going to make that diamond. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit scary. It's like, oh, this is, you know, weird turbulence, but it's good. And what you should know is it's not about you. It's that drive to prove to ourselves we're better and we're stronger and we can do it. Yes. House of Villains. Um, you're in the house with all these people. None of them, in my opinion, and this is no shade to the ones I know, and they all know this too, competed with, I mean, the HBIC. Um, first of all, did you believe that Tanisha deserved to win? And did she only win because you just said to everybody? like being it first of all being in that house is not an easy experience it wasn't easy for you hell no they, they every last one of them wanted me gone <laughs> from, they the, from had the beginning me, right from the very beginning yeah. and if you you sucked up and been friends with people then it's like okay you're not being yourself you just want to stay yeah. we're going to get you out of here so i was doomed from yeah. the beginning yeah. you know so for her to last and make it to the finals and to win I ain't going to lie. She deserved to okay. because they wanted me gone immediately. And they did not give a shit. My own roommate voted for me. With the white girl? Yeah. But that was when you were kind of protecting, right? That's my girl. And she even watched. <laughs> it just shows you my odds and chances yeah. in that house. Yeah. But because when you walked in, they know. Like, yeah. you know this. This is your thing. You know. And I love you, Corinne, girl, <laughs> even though you voted me out. But that's just what I was dealing with. Did you know Omarosa wanted you out when she saw you? No. And that was what was so strange and interesting to uh -huh. me because, you know, she was like, hey, girl, we got to protect each other and this and that and that and this. And then to hear I didn't have her vote. You, but you let your guard down and believed on Marosa? I didn't believe her fully. And that's why I had to have a heavy artillery ready for her. So did you have that case. ready just in case? You knew that. Like, did you did you develop that line? Because as, if you haven't seen the show, which you have, because we posted on Hollywood Online, we put the clip that went viral, you read her for filth at the elimination. Mm -hmm. Did you have that one in the clip? That's Omarosa. She will try a bitch. <laughs> you better understand I have my gun fully loaded, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Boom, 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 boom. You have to have it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but she's a legend in her she own is, right. She is. We're not going to, you know no, what I'm but saying? But her face when you let off the clip, <laughs> even she was surprised. <laughs> She was like, <laughs> because in, in, in the House of Villains, when you go up for the on the block, you basically, are you supposed to say something to make them not want to vote you away? And that's where I fucked up at. <laughs> and that's where production was like, 
um, you just basically told the house that, and I didn't realize it because yeah. I'm thinking I'm defending myself and showing them how strong I am and you want to keep me around and I'm talking about I'm going to take them all out. So that's the moment where I realized I really fucked up and yeah. I didn't even realize. And then uh, poor Johnny, he was like, well, I have to vote you out. You just said you're going to take us. Like, of course, I was going to vote to keep you in. But after that, so I, I yeah. But I when you up. called her a cum guzzling cunt mm -hmm. um, and that you sleep better knowing she's not in the White House, <laughs> how did you go from total trash to, to political enemy in the same line? I, I just I just summed her up like that. I mean, that's just what came to my mind, and you know, that's what it was. Yeah. So, what's the energy like after you read somebody like that on camera that they know the whole world's gonna see, and then you cut? Like, does, it, does she come over and go, "Girl, why you do that?" Or she was happy to see me go that night. Okay. Let's just let's just say that, and she kept going. That's not that funny. Hush, because everybody was like, "What the fuck did Tiffany just say?" No, everybody was their mouth was on the ground. They were like, "Come guzzling cunt." <laughs> but I have to say, right now we're good. Okay. We're good. We hugged it out, and you know who better to take that type of reading than Amarosa? I mean, that's a strong that woman. That was a, that was a two iconic people in that space. Yeah. Because you know, Wendy Williams' show caught off. Um, you know, it blew yes. up after that episode with her. Yeah, that's what she's going to do. You know, that's Omarosa. That's what she's going to do, you know. But um, everybody in the house drunk her Kool-Aid, and that was fascinating to watch. What do you mean? She had them all under a spell. She did? All of them, all except me. She what? would hardly talk to me because you already know, oh, shit, Tiffany's not going to drink my Kool-Aid. But why, what, what was the Kool-Aid that she was serving? She just had them all puppets and they didn't even realize it like she would go oh well guys we should wear shades in this scene so everybody would run upstairs and grab their shades or she'd go oh well come over here and eat with me and they would all just take their little so trays those were little tests to see if they yeah were oh my goodness puppet master she is she's smart she, very mm -hmm. she became the um head of black people at the white house yes for trump yes and then wrote a book about protect america yeah the best. That's our girl. <laughs> Gotta love her. This is why when people want me to hate her, I'm like, never. She yeah. did what she she came. She did what she had to do, and I said, protect America. Yeah, that's our girl. <laughs> she needs Secret Service protection at all times. She needs a reality show on Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, how was Bobby in the show? Bobby's been here to the show. Oh, Bobby. You know what? Bobby is a really big sweetheart. Mm -hmm. You know, Bobby you know, has a very big, larger-than-life personality, as you know. Yeah. But at the same time, Bobby's just the cutest. He's <laughs> he very sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is really refreshing for her. But he loves his labels. <laughs> he goes, Tiffany, let me show you my closet. And he just pulls back and is designer everything. But it just makes him happy. And But he's, he's designer, but he's still humble. Yeah. I love that. No, I love Bobby. Mm -hmm. Okay, you were present on... Um, College Hill, mm -hmm. in the scene where Amber Rose and Jocelyn Hernandez got into a fight that America has not seen yet. Yeah. But your voice was narrating what we all think happened. Yeah. What? Tell me what happened in that scene where you all were in the classroom. I will tell you exactly what happened. Words were being said. Sirens were going off because the words were very inflammatory. And the words were said in sections. So Amber left for a good section. Did she return oh, back? So the, when the arguments happened, she had left for a while? Yes, oh. to walk off some of the steam. 
Then she came back in and was able to sit down and just take her little breather. And she's sitting. More words are coming her way. And there were strong, inflammatory words. Someone said to Amber that, you know, she wanted to be a white woman. But her whole thing was she was talking about how she has to identify. And that's hard for her, you know. And um, Wait, wait, wait. Because I... I did not see, where, what, where were you sitting? I was sitting all the way in the front of the class like a good little student. And so you're in there, you're on because the cameras are rolling and you're ready because you got to have one for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then it's getting intense, the walk-offs and all this. Did you see what was going to happen next? No, nobody did. What we did, I don't know how or what happened. I just turned. Something said turn. I turned. And we all thought that Amber was going to go back to the bathroom to go cool off some more or just go for a walk. Because that walk was, she had already done it once. Yeah, so we're thinking she's going to do it again because words were exchanged. So instead of walking to the restroom, she decides to stop behind Miss Hernandez's seat. And all I know is I just saw fists flying at heads, nails and jewelry being popped, Heads against glass. I Heads mean, against glass? That fight could not be shown on television. Heads against glass. Boom, boom. That's why I'm screaming. Because it's like, no, oh my I, gosh, yeah, is somebody going to bust through the fucking glass? You know what I'm saying? Like, this was a real fight. It was a brawl. And I'm going to say both ladies, I'm not going to say, they were throwing down. This was, this was a fight where it's like, am I really paying attention to this? Like, is, is this really happening? Is this a part of the show? Like, it was really one of those intense. And Ray J, he, he just keep telling me to shut up because I'm making it worse. He's like, would you shut up? Because we kept hearing your voice. Yeah, because I couldn't believe what I was saying, you know? Because sometimes you look at these girls and you don't think they, you know. Well, because just... all of you are brands. Yeah. Like you're, you know, like, we see some of these shows where the girls and the guys who are fighting, they're new <laughs> in the game and they're getting their thing. And it's, but, but you're New York. You're yeah. Amber Rose. Yeah. You're Ray J. Yeah. In class at college. <laughs> and when I heard that nobody saw that fight, I couldn't believe they didn't air it. Because oh, I've tried. I've dug. I've, oh I've gone my to. Gosh. I've gone everywhere, and they said this will. We have destroyed that clip. It was some footage for your ass. Where was it? y'all? Didn't have security. Yeah, well, I mean, Jason, like how you just described it. You're thinking your brands, this is not going to happen. It's college. Yeah, and you know, one was doodling in her book, and then you just come and there's this fist just flying, and then she's up defending herself, and nails are popping, and you can hear boop against the glass. Like, it was just a big-ass fight. It was traumatizing. Who won? Well, some of the boys were getting turned on. Really? Yeah. Who? Ahmad. He was like, oh, this is great. This is going to be, you know. The While it's thing. happening? <laughs> like five minutes after the girls are finished and they're all in the bus, he's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a great episode. He's like, I'm like, what? The? He loved it. This is not love and hip hop. This, yeah. this is not the baddies. This is College <laughs> Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know what? I have to say that happened, but both women were okay afterwards. Mm. Like, that's one thing about it. They were med- medic present. 
medic? Yeah, well, just to make sure everybody was good, you know, everybody wanted to come back to school, and we wanted them to come back to school. One thing about it is we wanted both young ladies to get the opportunity to graduate because they were working hard. But then they get suspended or evicted or they, they yeah. got they got uh, Yeah, kick, they weren't able to out. continue yeah. on and graduate. And I think that's what was so much disheartening for all of us because we wanted to graduate as a class. The show's about people who didn't go to college or didn't finish college, right, to come back and finish college, and yeah. they got kicked out of college again. Ain't that something? That's well, I know I got my degree. <laughs> you... And I rock it like I really Let, Let's it. give it up for her degree. Yes, she got the degree. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. That show pays well, too. College hell, yes. Look yes. at BET dropping the bag. And I was very, and, and, and Tracy Edmonds is a beautiful Love woman Tracy inside Edmonds. and out. It was a pleasure working with her. Mm. Very, very solid. You saw she recently got a separation from her man, Deion Sanders. Did you see that? Oh my God. Did you see it? I, well, wasn't she just at his bedside? She was very supportive of him, yeah. And then yeah. she announced that they separated, and the rumor is that he cheated on her. I'm, I'm like, sorry as to successful hear that. as she is, and she's beautiful. Yes. It just goes to show that if a man is going to be a man, mm -hmm. he's going to be a man. Yeah. It had nothing to do with a woman. Absolutely nothing yeah. to do with that beautiful woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we have more gifts. <gasps> wow. Okay, let's start with, um, let's get that bag right I there. I can have this yes, bag. Yes, let's start with that bag. <laughs> Ooh, it's so soft. <gasps> Ooh, it's my favorite color. Listen. <laughs> oh, this is so cute. Listen, okay, we love Flav, uh, and we like that he's there with Taylor, but he wouldn't be with Taylor if he didn't have a New York in his life. Hey. Okay. I love that. This looks really cute, we actually. Love it. <laughs> well, everything looks good on me Wait, now. Wait, <laughs> so that's oversized. You what? How much weight did you lose? Well, what I'm going to do is probably take the neck off of this and okay. crop it. Um, You know what? I don't like to get on the scale, Jason. But yeah, I I'm a little bit smaller than yeah. before, not by much. And your boobs are smaller. Well, yeah, well, I'm I'm definitely wearing a padded situation because okay. they're smaller than this. Right. But yeah. But at one point, Dolly Parton inspired you to just blow it up. Yeah, yeah, and that's the 20s and the 30s. But you know what? I love where my boobs are. Did you take them down? I did. Okay. I've had about five breast augmentations. Really? Yeah, in and out, out and in. But to make them bigger, smaller, or saline versus, because I know some people, I think Evelyn Lozada was, here, Lozada was here recently where uh -huh. she talked about having saline and then she changed to the other stuff. Yeah, she probably did the gummy, which is really, really good well, and Well, safe. she made me grab them. Oh, did you enjoy them? Stop asking questions like that. I'm running for city council. <laughs> That's you know, right. I, I was telling her, like, I don't know if I should do this. But then before I knew it, the, the, the breasts were in my hands. So mm -hmm. it's been a long time. Um, yeah. They felt natural. Yeah, she's got a really good, good gummy in there. And um, I did the gummies for a while, and I did the really good ones, switched out the bags. You know, you 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 go higher as you grow. Okay. Um, but then the it's the thing that's the material of the bag was making me sick. Okay. So you wanted to make sure it was safe yeah. and healthy. And okay. the breast implant illness is a real thing. Yeah. So I had caught it. A couple of my other girlfriends in the industry had it. Mm. So everybody was just getting them removed. How do you get that out your system? Removing the breast? Oh, gosh. They got to go in there and they got to scrape it mm. and get everything out, all the scar tissue. But they give you really good drugs. You, you don't never, feel a thing. You were never scared of that? I'm not afraid of anything, Jason. 
Oh, I hate all that. I hate just getting IV like vitamins. Yeah. Well, don't you close your eyes? <laughs> no, I can't. I'm like, here you go. I'm getting oh, stabbed. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I just, I don't like, first of all, I don't like doctors. I don't like yeah, all that. But, yeah. I, but I am very much, you know, I lost 132 pounds. You look I've, amazing. But I, but I feel good too because I was pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. I was I had inflammation. I had sleep apnea, you know. Oh, uh, you know, when you get in your 40s, yeah. You're playing around now. It's a different game, it, isn't it? It's a different yeah. game. You know, I don't want to be around for a minute. You can't even really go to the fast food places like you used to. I mean. Well, I don't need, well, you know, I went and had the um, gastric sleeve. So that stomach went from this to this. They didn't cut the stomach. Oh, I, oh yeah. So oh, when wow. I turn, yeah, I, that's, that's the, the, the most aggressive surgery I've had because uh-huh. I couldn't lose weight any other way. Mm-hmm. And they put you to sleep. So you didn't oh, know yeah. what happened. Well, this is what they said. Do you want us to tell you when we're going to do it? And I said, no, don't tell don't me. So tell me. when I walk, when they wheel me in the room, they're like, okay, let's move you over. So as they're moving me over, they're mm-hmm. like three, two, I'm falling asleep as I'm getting carried over. So I woke up and was done. Did you love that feeling? I loved it. See how surgery can be addictive? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then you took your rib and made a piece of your nose. I did. I did. Fashion. How do you, how do you, who tells you, let's take the rib? Mm-hmm. Well, I had my rib scraped twice and put down the bridge of my nose. Um, it's a very simple procedure. They only have to open your rib up about this much and just take it out. And it'll never dissolve because the filler and stuff, that's going to dissolve. Yeah. But if you oh, want I your know. bridge to say, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm very open Botox filler, I I do a very, yes. You want to put a little rib down the center? Or a little I don't know if I need, you know, my mama gave me that Italian thing. I don't well, know you're me. good at the yeah, nose. Yeah, 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 you're. No, but I think one of my nostrils, I, I when I take pictures sometimes like this, they're like, why his nostril ain't the same size? Like, no! Like, why? Don't be nostril shaming me. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> you know? my nostrils are definitely not Man, equal. You look great. You don't need anything else. No, I you're don't. You're done. I don't. I am okay. so done. Yeah. Remember when they said you bleached your skin? Mm-hmm. Why, did that hurt your feelings? No, because what they have to understand is that when you, and I don't know if you know this because you're you're just fair skinned, yeah. but when you change your diet. Or lighting, like yeah. this lighting is blowing me out a little bit, so it does make you look different. And I was a lot darker when I used to smoke two packs of cigarettes. Mm. I don't know what kind of chemicals they put in cigarettes, but it's like when I stopped smoking cigarettes, my skin went back to how it used to be when I was like seven and eight years mm-hmm. old, which was a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. But no, that's that's basically, I think what you put in your body can kind of deliver out. But it didn't hurt your feelings. Um. People are going to talk about you one way or the other, good or bad. You, you can't let that stuff bother you. You really can't. So you being on TV for almost 20 years and you being now, that you because you were on TV pre-social media. I know, Jason. Right? MySpace days. Oh, Lord. You were MySpace queen. <laughs> but, but being on TV pre-social media, going through the whole evolution of social media, being one of the most memed, most gifted people mm-hmm. and people having opinions of because you've done like all the most iconic moments on every show you've ever been on mm-hmm. that has anything ever bothered you about what people have had to say i've learned to not pay attention to my comment section mm. because what it does is a disservice to my fan base because you can get five hundred really good ones and then you get two and that one negative one yeah you and cardi need to get in this group chat mm-hmm. so when she goes through it because she'd be on social media mm-hmm. she'll get that one comment i always tell her 
you got 190 million followers. What yes. are you doing talking to that, mm -hmm. you know? But it's just a muscle that you begin to exercise. Mm. So once, you know, she begins to exercise that muscle, she'll understand. That's not even a percentage of my fan base. Right. That doesn't even equate. It doesn't even compute. It doesn't touch anything it's that she has going on. Me. It's beneath me. And after she learns her yeah. belief in Christ, <laughs> or HBIC could believe her belief in Cardi, she don't even have to go to the slums of social media no more. Okay, worse. I'm going to put this group yes. chat together. So, yes, uh, we both love Cardi, but we also both love mm -hmm. down Rihanna. Oh, my gosh. And you're you're a Fenty model. Oh, you were a Fenty. You had a Fenty moment because yeah. she recently sent me this package mm -hmm. and uh, she's yet to allow me the privilege and honor to be a Fenty, <laughs> savage Fenty model. But you were Fenty. Both campaigns I did and had such an amazing time. And when I say the product is still producting, yeah. I have so much Fenty beauty and I just, I love the products. It's just so good. Yeah. Have you, you've met Rihanna? I have not. You haven't met, that's because you be in the house. Come outside. I know. I need to get outside, get in the paint, yeah. if you will. She, you know, what I, one thing I love about her, she knows all the work that we all have done. Oh, mm -hmm. she, because she's a reality TV junkie. Yeah. So I know, yeah, well... Rihanna, um, put us in a campaign together. I mean, Come we could do, you know, yes. something. <laughs> okay, well, listen, we've had a fun time and we've talked about a lot, but now we got to get to the games. All right, here at the Jason Lee Show, Tiffany, we, we like to get into our cappuccino, as Kevin Hart would say, but then we got to get to the games. And the games sometimes can be teased. The first game we're going to play with you is called Name Drop. Okay. Now, this is a game. It's really simple. I'm going to say somebody's name. Okay. They're going to appear on the screen. And you just say the first thing that comes to mind. It could be a funny story. It could be a memory. It could be some shade. It could be whatever you, whatever you think about. There's no wrong answer. Okay? Okay. All right. Ready? Yes. The first person is Cat Williams. Oh my goodness. That hair is really good on Kat. I just don't understand what his problem is with men wanting to wear dresses. I mean, it's the funniest thing ever. Flip Wilson wore dresses. Um, Uncle Milty, Milton Borough wore dresses. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Men are funny in dresses, Kat. Like, why is that a bad way to bring home the bag? I just don't get it. But I know that you've showed him a lot of love. You said he was one of your favorite comedians of all time. He is. He's a legend. He's a genius. I just want him to get over the dress thing. Put one on, Kat. I mean, it would change your perspective. Could you imagine <laughs> Medea and Kat goes to church? Or some, I mean, that would, look, we laughing already. Yeah. yeah. And maybe not a dress, maybe a mini skirt. No, 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 that's, no. Okay. <laughs> no, but you know what, funny story, one day, one year uh, I was going to dress up like uh, Medea for yeah. Halloween, bought all the materials and everything, mm -hmm. went to put the dress on, just couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. we have to remind Kat, I wanted to say, Richard Pryor wore a dress. Well, they said Richard Pryor was. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's move right along. <laughs> Speaking of our friend. T.S. Madison. Maddie! Friend to the show. Grammy Award, Emmy Award winning T.S. Madison. She is a queen and she's amazing, stunning, beautiful on the inside and out. And when I met her, 
I told her right there on the spot. I said, you are going to soar and do amazing things. She just radiates light wherever she goes and she's going to be uberly successful at any and everything she does. And she's a real girl's girl. I just love her to pieces. Yeah, she was here uh, not too long ago. What I really love is that in spite of all the people trying to hate on her and trying to stop her. She, they love her. She's just going and going and going. But that's when God has something for you. It's yes, for you. it's for you. Oh, she's so good. All right, we love you, Maddie. All right, here's another person. Flo Millie. Hey, that's my girl. You know, she is just such an amazing young girl. I love what she does. I love that she's in her own lane and her own creativity. And when she reached out to me to be on... The opening, I was like, girl, yes, of course. She's she's very beautiful. Her skin is skinning. Yeah, she's she's a gorgeous girl. I mean, I love Flo Millie. Do you like when you're you're still young in the game, but mm -hmm. so iconic that the people who are coming in the game now give you your flowers and want you to be a part of what they're doing? Yes. Her Lotto reached out too. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this that feels so good. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Pumpkin. Bye, pumpkin. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. And your breath still probably smells like shit. What is she carrying? What the hell is that? I don't know. Maybe it was her to-go bag. I don't know what that is. Oh, she's a barf bag. Wait, um, that was. this is what five minutes of fame looks like. Take notes, y'all. It's crazy. Um, when, when that moment happened, do you ever think about that? She's such a scummy woman, and she was scummy the whole time. She she hated me when I was in that house, and I just reminded her about her crow's feet and how crusty she was every chance I got. Yeah, she hasn't really aged well. This was actually the best, most recent picture we could find, right? Oh, I'm sorry. We do have another one. Go ahead. Who is this? That's Pumpkin. Who? who wait, wait, excuse me? Who lied? Is no. that... That's pumpkin. That's the pumpkin from the flavor of love? Go back to the picture before. This was her then. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is her now. That spit caught up with her. Oh my goodness. This bitch is full of pus. That she need she needs to have her fluids drained. She has a lymphedema. She's a walking lymphedema and she needs to be drained. Wait, can you just stand up just where you are? Sure. It's the HBIC. I just want to. Oh. <laughs> Mike on the floor. <laughs> but isn't that, isn't that just sweet? Like life will give you what you give it. Well, I, I don't want her to have a cardiac because she looks like she's in danger because I can't even tell where her neck and her face ends. And when it gets to be that severe, she does need some sort of an intervention. We can just pray on it. Lay off the milkshakes. Okay, I know you love to swallow things that are white and creamy, but it's time for you to lay off now, girl. That's really her? Yes. They didn't Photoshop this? No. Oh, my goodness. Why you say she looked like a pumpkin? <laughs> well, she lived up to it. Flav named her right. I mean. He knew. He, kn he knew. He had foresight. <laughs> he believed in Christ, and Christ said, you shall be. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jason. <laughs>
Okay, Zeus Network, me and Tiffany are available to host all reunions. Um, you just have to be able to afford us, okay? All right, um, this next, by Pumpkin. Tamar Braxton. She's a very pretty young lady, and I feel like she deserves love. And the young man that she's with right now, I hope he's doing her right, because I feel like she's the type of woman that's going to give the, the energy and um, really want to go all out for a man. Mm. I think that sums up her to a T. I don't know yet if it sums him up to a T, but we're hoping that it works out. Well, she needs to start punching that Caucasian in the gut when he acts up, and then he's going to act right. Oh, God, we love Tiffany. Okay, our friend we just talked about, uh, Bobby Lights. That was at my award show, which, by the way, June 21st, you need to come this year, my award oh, show. Oh, I would love to be there. Listen, Bobby is going to serve. I mean, okay, <laughs> designer, you know, he's he's fresh from his doctor's office where he's got his little Botox going on, what lines where. He's just a walking filter, and we love you for that, Bobby the Lip Lights. gloss will be popping. Yeah, Bobby's going to serve. His <laughs> face card, never rejected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, we talked about her earlier. Wendy Williams. Wendy, still the queen of media. We miss you. We love you. And we want nothing but the best for you. And give Wendy her flowers, y'all. Yes. Because she's always been bold and brazen. And she's just hard to go, I think. But isn't it dope we were able to give her her flowers? We were able to I mean, to literal give. flowers. Yeah. Yeah. And you made that happen yeah. at the dinner. She was so happy there, and her son was there, and it was did just... Did you come to the gay club with us later that night? Yes, we was did. Was that fun? Oh, my gosh. Did you forget about oh that? Oh, my gosh, yes. That was the when, night. When we pulled up, she goes, there's nobody here for me. I said, Wendy, they in there, because she didn't yeah. think nobody would show up for her. Yeah, they that was bananas. Did they go crazy? When they saw her face, they couldn't believe it. She showed up. She drank. She took pictures, even. No, and then they looked over and saw you and Phaedra. They're like, wait, what, yeah. is, go what is going on? It was a party party. It was a party. Yeah. That was a good night. <laughs> Such a good night. We want to make more memories with yes, Wendy. Yes, we love you, Wendy. Mm -hmm. Okay, this next woman. Dolly. Dolly Parton. Okay, first of all, I have to say, Dolly's World, <laughs> I have to go there one day. Jason, maybe that could be Where our... Where is that at? Is it in Texas it te no, or no, it's Dallas? In a, no, it's in um, Nashville. Nashville, Nashville. that's it, that's yeah, it, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, you, and Cardi got to really? go. You want to go? I mean, they have collard greens. You know what's ironic with maybe you and Cardi's connection when it comes to Dolly is Cardi's business is founded in Nashville. Is it really? Yeah, so I don't know if she has a Nashville connection. Yeah, I, I love Dolly Parton because what she represents for me is a sexy woman who's not afraid to just embrace sexuality. And just live her life. Show it all. Yes. Look at the nails. Yes. Look at the lips. And the, the midsection is out. And this was Boobs. this year. I, I believe it. She's yeah. going to rock out like that all the way. We got to get Dolly Parton on the show. Please, that would be iconic. Dude, can I come back when she's yes, here? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, this next person followed you and don't even follow me. Barack Obama. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever DM'd the president? So afraid to do so because I don't know who, I mean, I don't want to get in trouble or, you know, clocked by the government, yeah. of course. But, you know, that is such an honor, the fact that he follows me. I don't know what it is, but he knows the HBIC. I, I wonder which episode he caught. <laughs> I love, don't you miss him? So bad. Yeah. And yeah. Michelle. Well, you know, can we get that back? 
I mean, I, look, hope, praying. I mean, we could get Michelle to run as president, but I don't he, think she wants any part of it. Can you make that happen, Jason? <laughs> Michelle don't take my calls. I mean, she doesn't not take my calls, but I'm afraid to call her because they're like royalty to me. You know? Yeah, yeah, Those yeah, are yeah. the two people that I've never met who I want to meet the most. Oh, God. Yeah. It's going to happen. Love them. Okay. Speaking of reality TV, this next one, she's been on the show, Krishan. Wow. Oh. Do you watch her online at all? Well, you know, it's a little bit fresh for me. Okay. It's a, a younger generation. Yes. And I never want to watch something that I don't understand and misjudge it. But I do see this young lady. She's very famous and she's on the rise to stardom or superstar status. But I did see her get a new face tattoo recently. She did. Mm-hmm. She had it on her throat first. She covered yeah. it up and then mm-hmm. she moved it to her face. Yeah. Well, I never want to be the auntie, if you will, that comes down on a younger woman. But I just feel like, you know, the fact that she's gotten her new face tattoo, maybe instead of judging her, we need to hear her out. You know, why did she get it? What does it mean to her? What does it represent? You know, and maybe she loves her man blue face that deeply that she wants him to walk into the door and see his face immediately on her face. You know, it, it says a lot to what get they- a... They say your partner should be a reflection of you. So maybe if you just look at her face, there you go. Hey, man, yeah. that could be it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I love Krishan. She's a pretty girl. Tattoo, yeah, very pretty girl. Tattoo faces, though. That's, you can't go, you, you can replace <laughs> it. But what you going to put there now? Uh, uh, you know, a rose? Well, you know what? They make such a heavy, you know, what is it? The foundation today. Yeah. She can go oh, in can and out of it, it. Oh, when okay, she wants okay, to. Okay. You know what I mean? Blueface got that Mandingo Hall of Fame award. That's what did it. Mm. <laughs> okay, next person. Cardi. Oh, don't we just love her? Don't we just love her? Everything she represents, you know, she is just a creative explosion of positivity, bitchiness, fun. She's just going to talk her heart out. And I think that's where Cardi is. She's always just going to live in her truth. And we so accept that about her. Yeah. I want to see you two do something, like an interview together or something. There has to be a moment where y'all do something. Well, Cardi, if we reboot Brunch with Tiffany, I would love to have Brunch with you. As your first guest. I would love for her to be the first guest. Because she was my first guest here. Oh, my gosh. And it set the stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You two having a moment, it would be be gold. Okay. Let's figure out how to make that happen. Group text. All right. Um... The next one. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. What is the first thing that comes to mind when you see you? This is me in the first grade, and that outfit that I'm wearing was handmade by Sister Jones, okay? <laughs> Mother of Grace Jones. So I was always destined for greatness because Sister Jones and Reverend Jones were pastors in Syracuse, New York, and they were really close with my grandparents and Grace Jones' mother put me in that outfit, and I I, I should have kept it. <laughs> Wait, so you know Noel Jones? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Did you see that somebody attacked his wife at church? No. In the church. Oh my attacked, goodness. Carried her out on a stretcher. People now that we live in a crazy world. We live in a very crazy. But I love world. Noel Jones and Grace Jones. Have you met Grace Jones? Um, no, but I met her son, Apollo, and then her. Nieces and nephew Petey and oh. all that good stuff. They so used to come over family. and have, yeah, they That's used to come over and have Thanksgiving with us and Let stuff. Let me find out. It's okay. such a small world. <laughs> all right. Let's go on to the next game. The next game is something called Smash or Pass. 
simple. I'm gonna put a picture up and you're gonna say whether you would smash or you can just uh, pass. Oh gosh, I wanna have fun with this. Okay, so. now let's be clear. We're doing this for fun. Yeah. This is a woman on her way to be married, although her <laughs> friends closest to her were not aware. Uh, and she will do a better job in the future when the baby's on the way, or if she decides to adopt or get other dogs to at least put us in a group text, okay? <laughs> All right. This first person is, uh, we talked about him, head of a network, and, you know, he's been a little mixy. Lemuel Plummer. So does the smash mean actually go all the way or it means, oh, well, that's a nice looking gentleman. I'll give you that only because you're engaged. Okay. Okay. Very sharp, very dapper, you know. He, he just exudes somebody that you would want to be next to for a little bit of time. For a little bit of time. We got to say a lot of bit of time these days. Well, he's not going to have that kind of time to spend with you, you know? So you got to make one hour. One hour with him is like four days. Yeah. Plus, he's managing he's a, a bunch man, of baddies yeah. already for his work. I mean, the show. He yeah. Has, <laughs> he has a lot going on. Next person. Hot, hot, hot. Amber Rose. Oh, well, that's an easy. Yeah. we. This was a picture from us. Uh, well, I'm not in there, but we went to the Grammys uh, last, last year, I think, together. Yeah. But she's hot. I love mother. She's fun. She's exciting. And she'll fight a bitch. <laughs> she, she'll hold you down for real. Oh, yeah. Okay. Next person. <laughs> We're going to just say P-A-S-T. The past. Yes! Right? Okay. This gonna... is why you're the host of this show. Well, Damn, you come up with shit. It's so the past. You're She's so an good. engaged woman. Where My team was messy for even putting this in the notes. Okay. <laughs> Next person. Club Shay Shay. Oh, after that Cat Williams interview, and this is just, you know, I have to say, <laughs> so good. He's, so, so good. He, he's doing really good over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. He got it, you know, you, you set the stage, Shay Shay. Now your toe is in the mess. You got to keep on going because it's, yeah. it's going to get good for you. All right. Um, this next person was on the last show with you. Johnny Bananas. Oh! <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> did, did he kiss Bobby in the show? Well, he wanted to do a lot more with Bobby. And Bobby said, this is why bananas keep provoking me because he wants me. He said, I get this all the time from men like him. So he was really, really coming on to Bobby a lot of the time. I'm going to say allegedly for legal purposes, but wait, <laughs> he, he was he, he wanted to do something? Well, yeah, I mean, because because Bobby was very upset one day and he came to my room and he said, Bananas threw me in the pool. And I said, what? What are you talking about? And he was like, well, that's because he wants me. He's like, I I'm used to this behavior from men like him. He keeps flirting around, and he's getting more horny and aggressive, and he wants to be with me. Sexually? Oh, yes, for sure, 100%. Wait, but is Johnny Byer gay? Um, well, when I came back into the house, he couldn't wait to tell me how they dressed him up in drag. I saw that. And I asked him, I said, well, what cup size were you? And he said, oh, I went fully for the double Ds. So he was and, proud of that? Yeah, he loved it. I mean, I think he likes to have fun stretching his banana both ends. He'll do whatever he needs to do. Speaking of bananas, um, Dennis Graham. <laughs> Because this is a man of, you know, some years. And you don't want to hurt him and blow his back out and stuff like that. 
Um, I actually brought them together. Do we have that picture? Uh, oh, remember he was at Wendy's party. Yeah, and he is such. Dennis is such a gentleman. He was so much fun, and you know, he made me feel like I was the only woman in the room for like three minutes until somebody <laughs> else walked in. But um, yeah, he was uh, he was a lot of fun. No, he came in there and actually asked me to introduce him to you. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Wait, so I have to show you something. Somebody texted me Drake's nudes the other day. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but I'm not, I would never put it out because I think Drake would have me... Yeah, you... Oh, goodness. I would disappear. You would break the internet, first of all. I, don't I would, want to do I that. would disappear, but I cannot have them in my phone and not show you. <gasps> Wait a minute. That's that's a real dick? Yes. <laughs> the length? That is an, that was an elephant tusk or trunk. I will never release that because Drake has never come for me, but I'm surprised I got that text from an unknown number that I tried to call back and it was like, this number is disconnected. You guys are messy and I will not yeah. be involved with that because I am a councilman. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you see the size of that yeah. thing? I cannot disclose that information is I'm a councilman. <laughs> Drake will absolutely get that award if he ever comes on the show. Mm -hmm. Speaking of recipient of that award, Blueface. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a young man and, and you know, he's, he's too young and this and that. So, I mean, I'm going to go past only because of the age and whatnot. Because this is like a real sexual thing, is this game? No, oh. it doesn't have to be. Okay, I mean, I can see a lot of people wanting him. He's, he's charming. a very good-looking young man. Yeah. You know, he's on the straight and narrow, and I, I can't wait for him to come home and do some more of whatever it is he wants to do. Hey, we love Crips at the show mm -hmm. and Bloods. We love people. Okay. And, folks, this is entertainment. So we're not really saying we're going to smash, and we're not really saying right. we want to date Crips. <laughs> Like, it's just entertainment. It just means you're handsome and yeah. you've got a lot of life to live. Yes. Okay. Uh, the next person, Nally Nunn. Oh, wow. Now, you, you guys know, had beef for a while, but you guys have gotten along now. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say, yeah. I mean, I love what she's doing with her franchise. I love that she's giving the young ladies a, a platform. And uh, this woman, I, we were just together. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I really, really like her. Yeah. She's good. She she deserves a good smash. Yeah, it was good to see you guys together, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, next person? <laughs> Lotto. Oh. She's hot. My baby. Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous girl. She's doing amazing things. Um, I just love everything about her. And Have you all met? No, but she wanted me to do a video, and I was in Vegas at the time and couldn't get to where the area was that she needed me, and I would have loved to have been there for its given. Mm. Well, listen, thank you so much uh, <laughs> for coming on the show, finally. <laughs> oh, Jason. I mean, you know, she didn't got engaged, all these things, but, you know, again, I really, truly want to say in front of everybody, I do love you, and I'm grateful for our friendship. I love your contribution to the culture, to entertainment you know, paving the way for so many people who are now carrying the torch mm -hmm. and, and not being one of those people online saying, you better recognize me. Because I just feel like you've done what you wanted to do on your terms for you, and then you left it there uh, for other people to do their thing. And that's, that's amazing. So thank, thank you for you. seeing me, Jason. Of and course. thank you for recognizing exactly how I approach it. Of course. Mm -hmm. 
get ready for that book, HBIC, okay? Because her bag is in charge. It's coming. Her bag is coming. <laughs> however, you, however you line I it up. I love you, Jason. I love you, too. Thank you for having me, of friend. Of course. All right, till next time. Peace. <laughs> Hey, thanks so much for watching The Jason Lee Show. To watch more episodes like that, click right here. And if you want to see more, subscribe below and click that notification bell.